This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. With ITFC Women's Historic FA Cup quarterfinal a matter of days away, I'm delighted to be joined by not three, not four, but five members of the Ipswich Town squad. This is the Blue Monday podcast. Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast discussing the town up or down since 2015. I'm Richard Woodward and joining me for an interview slash pre-match special, five members of ITFC Women's historic FA Cup squad. Let me welcome them in squad number order and please correct me if I go wrong with my facts. But starting off, number eight, as sponsored by Blue Monday, left back, left centre back. Left midfield, centre midfield, the Queen of Corners, Avi Lafayette. Number nine, a hat-trick era at Huddersfield in the club's last FA Cup run at just 16 years of age and with seven goals so far this campaign. Number nine, Maddie Biggs. Town number 10, tractor girl through and through. We've got our first senior goals in the first match of Town's historic FA Cup run in, 90, in the 1920 season. The motivator, the crowd gear-upperer, Eloise King. Number 11, a winger slash forward on a three-match goal-scoring streak, including what should have been the decisive goal, in my opinion, in the last round against Southampton, Anna Gray. And last but not least, also sponsored by the Blue Monday podcast, number 15, an attacking midfielder with the key FA Cup goal at Newcastle and nerves of steel in the Southampton penalty shootout, Lucy O'Brien. Where? There we go. I can take a breath now. So... Hello to everyone. You can all wave or do whatever you want now. This is going to be interesting and fun. First off, we are recording this just after the first training session. What I might want to do is just I'll ask each of you a question rather than we all jump in together. So um, let's start with Lucy. Um, how are you doing? Last time we spoke, um, you were, there, yeah, it was the wrist. The wrist had just happened, wasn't it? We just had Newcastle. So yeah. how's things going with you and how are you feeling ahead of the, the big one on Sunday? Yeah, I'm injury-free now, which is great. Um, 
and yeah just really looking forward to Sunday I think it's going to be a great opportunity for us to showcase us our, our ability on a national stage and yeah we're all really excited yeah exactly right and um Laffy last time we spoke you were also on the return from injury though that was end of last year um how are things how is the battle of the assists going with you and Sophie Peskett um yeah all good I don't know what my assists are yet this season um I've won a few games without an assist but I think I'm beating Pesk now so that's all that matters I think it's 10 according to the website but then you're trusting you're trusting Kieran there um Maddie we mentioned your seven goals so far um and a win for the team last out last time out as well against Cardiff um how are things going for you so far this season no yeah good I'm enjoying it we're um we're just taking each Sunday as it comes and hopefully bagging goals soon. And how was the feeling on the team coach after Sunday with all the results kind of suddenly going our way? Um, it must have been extra motivational to come out of that with a victory, um, but then to see Southampton and Oxford drop points. No, yeah, it was good to see that it's opening up a little bit for us after we had a couple draws. And now it's that we've, we've got that chance, we need to just carry on winning. Yeah. Um, and Anna, what a run of goals you've had of late. Um, I guess my question is, can you remember much about your goal celebration after Southampton? It's a bit uh, of a run and, yeah. Can you I think that? I just sprinted as fast as I've ever sprinted in my life um, and just celebrate with the girls. But, yeah, I can't really remember much. A bit of a blur. And can you remember much about, I mean, again, two goals the weekend. So what's about the, um, I mean, the first one, you basically ran the whole length of the, the field to get at the end of the cross. Second one, very similar to, to Zoe's goal, wasn't it? Kind of a, was that a cross or a shot? You can be honest with us. Come on. <laughs> um, yeah, both. Was, I'll be honest. A <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. The wind helped me out a bit. <clears throat> they all count, so it doesn't matter. Um, and EK as well. Yeah, talk to us about Southampton, because um, obviously you had a goal disallowed in that one. It was pretty tight from where I was. Um, how did that atmosphere feel? And, and how do you think it's going to compare to West Ham with kind of a sellout and the TV cameras and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, I think obviously Southampton was... You know, an amazing atmosphere and obviously uh, by the looks of it, we're going to get more fans after the West Ham game. Um, so, yeah, that can only play in our advantage. And I think as well, especially looking back when the penalties were being taken, I think it must have been really hard for Southampton to take a penalty in front of that crowd. And I think, you know, that's probably going to intimidate West Ham as well. So, like I said, that can only really, you know, play in our favour. And we mentioned in the intro that you are you are a fan of the men's team as well. What's your impression so far of Kieran McKenna and the turnaround under under him? Well, you know, you look at the stats and since he's been there, you know, they're looking really good. So I think since he's been there, you know, it's been really good. Um, so whether they get playoffs or not this season, I'm not sure. Hopefully they do. But um, thinking about next season, you know, I definitely think 100% we would get promoted um, him having a full season at the club. Yep. I won't ask who's got better odds of getting promoted this season, you or the men, but I'm I'm pretty certain that um, I can get that one right. And we'll we'll keep that secret, but we'll all nod and wink to each other about who we think is the right one there. Um, last time out, we spoke, um, spoke to um, Natasha Thomas, we spoke to Olivia Smith, we spoke to Paige Peak, um, and we tried to get um, a few insights into the team, into the dressing room and seeing what's going on there and, and who does what. So I've got some quick fire questions and this is where we can have a bit of a free for all. You, by all means, um, 
jump in and and say what you feel here because um, I'm sure there's no right answers on these ones. So I've got a few categories. I'm interested to know who's the most, who fits the description the most. And um, if they're not here, feel free to be humble. That's okay. Humble brags are okay. Um, then feel free to drop your teammates in it as well. But I've tried to find the positive ones. Let's start with a nice, hopefully a nice, a nice easy one. Who's the most skillful? This one. This one we asked last time around, by the way. And Bonnie's name came up. Drop of the shoulder. Yeah, Bonnie's quite techy, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's a good shout. Um, Maybe Sarah Brazero. She's got a few skills. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a Spanish in her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, Sarah. When Pes gets injured, she did just have a look at me. She thinks it's her. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. I'm really <laughs> <no> surprised. <laughs> I'll give it to her a little bit, but my yeah. skill was a bit of a push. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. Well, we've got we've got a few nominations there. That's good. We also asked this one last time around as well. Um, who's got the best pre-match ritual? I think best or most interesting is acceptable. And again, laugh your name came up on this one. Yeah. Um, Very detailed I've, pre-match. I've many. Laugh, yeah. Yeah. Too many. Um, it can be even little things about just doing my laces or music. Um, like we play certain songs in the changing rooms, but I don't know. Like Paige does quite a few things. Um, but I think everyone has their own things they do that you just don't notice. Mm. Um, I don't know who I spoke, spoke to, and it's just like even like their shin pads and their shin pad socks. Um, like I do as well, like put on certain ones first. So I think a lot of people have a lot of rituals they do before a game. What's on the pretty much playlist? Can you give us an insight, or is that is that strictly secret? No, we can give you a few songs. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> question is whether I'm going to know them or not. Pigsy, uh, go on, you can help with this one as well. Um, we've got like, a bit of, um, what's it called, Essence with Justin Bieber. Yeah. We've done that one. Yeah. So, uh, and Hybrid Binds as well. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to nod my head. Don't forget Burning though as well. Oh, yeah. We've got one. We'll leave the changing room to that one, don't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nice one. Yeah, you're making me feel very old. And I'll nod and pretend I've I know all of those songs back to back. Yeah, they're in my uh, they're in my Apple playlist definitely. Uh, moving on swiftly. Um, who's the quickest? Man. I mean, joking. <laughs> well, I was gonna I was gonna mention you. I know if you weren't. I think I'm the quickest over 100 meters. Um, I think Tash is probably the quickest. Okay. Um, Peskit's definitely up there as well, and obviously Baz got good accelerations. Yeah. Yeah. I think Lisa Brown would say she's as quick as Baz, but I'm not sure about that one. The stats don't lie. The stats don't lie. I've created a rivalry. I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a, it is a, it is a team with lots of pace in it, which is great. So, um, and different, yeah, as you say, um, it's, it's different parts of the pitch where it's necessary, isn't it, and important. So, um, yeah, it's... I, 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 yeah, oh, moving on swiftly on that one as well. I don't want to get in between Lucy and, and, and Maddie. Um, who's the cleverest? Who's the smartest? You can, again, football smart or book smart or school smart, whatever you want. It depends, actually, because Lucy oh. O'Brien is um, not Lucy O'Brien. Actually, OB <laughs> just like, she like, just knows all the capitals of every country. Okay. Yeah, that's about it. Very. <laughs> yeah. And then Izzy's book smart. 
Mm. Is he? Yeah. No common sense. Nothing. Yeah. 100% book smart. Blue, yeah. smart as well. Blue, smart. Blue, yeah. yeah. Lucy, are you yeah. taking that one? I'll take it, yeah. Yeah. Are you, are you playing this Wordle thing? Um, not yeah. wor- the world or one where you have to pick a country. Yeah, I do all yeah. of them. I do Wordle, Nerdle, Hurdle, Worldle, Quirdle. <laughs> it's my morning yeah. routine. I wake up and while I'm having my breakfast, I do them all. <laughs> nice. Well, wow, there you go. I think you deserve that one then. I think we can you know, clear winner there. Um, who's got the best goal celebration? We had a chat and um, we didn't put this in the pods. Um, we spoke to Liv about what her when she scores her first goal what her celebration is going to be. We didn't really settle on anything. So who's who's got the best goal celebration? You've all got all, all goal scorers on, on this show. So who's got the best celebration? Or are you I, all kind of well, low-key? Eloise not scoring, but someone else scoring and Eloise taking her shirt off. <laughs> 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 that all the time. Celebrating yeah. the celebrates. We just tend to like run together and yeah. hug. Do the huddle. Mm, yeah. yeah. Well, something to be thinking about. Never, you know, if, maybe stage something. I don't know. The old, yeah, I'm not watch play FIFA or something like that, and see all the stage <laughs> ones you can find on there. Um, who's the toughest? Who's 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 the first up? Who's, who's everyone's going to stand behind when it all all kicks off? Probably Egan. Lucy Egan. Or yeah. do you know what Quants? Yeah, oh, Maddie's quite tough saying that. She'll yeah. square up for a fight. And, and Kyra, I can't yeah, Kyra as well. There's a few tough ones. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Not No messing with this team. Um, and this is one that you can all answer as well, kind of alluded to it in the previous question there. What's your favourite goal so far? Either in for either ITFC or, or all before? Who wants to go first? What, as in someone else's goal? Uh, well, your favourite uh, goal, the favourite goal you've scored, or it can be someone else's. Yeah, why not? Let's be charitable as well, yeah. Mm. I think Anna, when you scored that goal against Southampton, yeah, I was going to say that. I don't know. I don't know. You just can't beat that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't remember I think, any other goals. I think a couple of the ones where we've won, like in the last minute, like Tashi's against Bridgewater. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. even Maddie's. Well, she scored three, but hers against Huddersfield. Like I remember those being good. Yeah. Like we celebrated. Oh, yeah. yeah. Even just Southampton like, in the league as well. I think we beat until now. Yeah. I think you got one. Didn't you, love? I got what? <laughs> An assist, maybe. <laughs> yeah, and an assist and assist. I just have to. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Don't forget so, that. <laughs> so one of my one of my favorite goal celebrations, and I, I'll, Maddie, I want to come back to you on Huddersfield very briefly. So my favorite goal celebrations is you by is is by um, by you laugh at Crawley when you scored in the first minute, and you kind of gave up on your hat. Your standards are so high for your set pieces that you kind of had you given up on it, and then it just floated in, or were you yeah. kind of just doing your David Beckham like? What else? No, I wasn't. I wasn't happy at all. You weren't happy, but it still went no. in. That's the kind of um, best celebration to me. It's like, yeah, what are you expecting? Yeah. You know, just for him. Yeah, um, no, I wasn't happy. Maddie, in terms of the, um, we mentioned Huddersfield and, and obviously Man City. Um, how does the feeling of, of this FA Cup journey feel to the previous one for you? We're definitely a bit more experienced this time around. Obviously, it was two years ago and we were like quite a young squad two years ago. So it's good to know that we've got that experience behind us and, we like kind of like to compare like what round when who we had two years ago. So it's good to see that we've passed the rounds. And, and presumably, I mean, we'll talk more about West Ham in, in a second, but presumably because we've now we've been up a, a level for for two thirds of a season now, it's kind of, and, and the and the ambition is to go even further. 
this is the kind of test that you want to see how far we've come so far and what's what's left to, to get to the WSL really, isn't it? Yeah, it's definitely our biggest test this season. So in the last two seasons, Sunday will probably be our biggest test, but it'll be a good experience for us to see what we can produce and how we like compare ourselves to a team in the top league. Yeah, it's, it's going to be uh, fascinating. We'll drill into it in a second. Final short, uh, quick fire question. Um, in honour of um, the latest episode of, um, was it coffee? The coffee questionnaire thingy that George Edmondson does for the men's team. We're at the coffee shop. What's your order? And if if we're doing the kind of um, the ITFC women's version, who's the host and who's who's coming on and talking about coffee? So I, I'm taking orders. What are we having? Mm. Thinking ice coffee, coffee this time, yeah. Ice coffee. Yeah, I go for a nice vanilla latte. Yeah, I'm there for that as well. I don't really like coffee or anything like that, so I'll probably just go hot chocolate. Yeah, I'm the same. I wouldn't have coffee, I'd just have hot chocolate. Yeah. Anna? Um, Probably a white mocha, quite like those. There you go. So there are some coffee drinkers in the squad, that's good. And and who's hosted the show? If you're you're, uh, Honey and Harvey or whatever it is, who's... Who's got the kind of who, who could step in and host this podcast better than me out of your teammates? We know Eloise, I know. Yeah, yeah so look, we have done a few within the team that haven't, I don't think they've gone out. Um, yeah, yeah. I've hosted them, the ones that we've done. Um, there you go. And with Laff, um, who Kyra was on it as well. No, yeah, oh, we want to see more of that then, definitely more of that to come. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with Talksport Fan Network and NordVPN giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash blue monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Good stuff. There you go. That you'll be you'll be pleased to hear. That's the end of the questions, the quickfire questions. Now we can get back onto more important matters. Let's talk about West Ham. Just for um, folk who are listening or watching, just talk about West Ham very briefly. Um, 
Sixth in the WSL, mid-table, very mid-table. Six wins, five draws, five defeats. 20 goals for, 22 against. Um, pretty feisty team. 23 yellow cards. It's the second worst disciplinary record behind Spurs. Joint second. And they've got the most reds in the WSL so far. Um, three at the back. Last time out, 4-1 defeat to Chelsea. Um, but beat Reading before that. And they play, um, when this goes out, they'll be playing Man United in the evening. So, um, you know, Lucy, of all the teams that were in the hat, um, where would rest West Ham have ranked of the teams that you wanted? And I guess happy to have them at home rather than away. Yeah, I think it's a good draw for us. I think obviously we all kind of deep down wanted Coventry because I think we all knew that was a very realistic chance of getting through to the semis. But I think West Ham's a great draw. I mean, they're a WSL team and it's an opportunity to test us against a team that we want to be playing in a few years regularly in the WSL. Um so I think it's a great chance to see where we're at with our development. You know, we've had a dream of going from tier four to tier one for a few seasons now, and it's going to be great to see kind of where we're at along that dream. Um, and yeah, I think, you know, they're mid-table in the WSL, so we have the chance to cause an upset. and We're all excited. And I think if we turn up on the day and we play good football and we, we're up for it, then I think, you know, we've got a chance, which is so good. Yeah, we need the crowd behind, them, behind you as well. Um also worth asking, are you and Izzy practising your pens this week as well? Yep, of course we are. Yeah, and that would be great as well. I mean, if you get it to extra time and penalties, even that'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? Um, Lafayette, um, match is on the telly and it's a, it's a sellout as well. Is that something that you are thinking about or is it kind of business as usual? Um, yeah, it's the same. I, I don't know, like I'd say I don't really see games. I see all the games the same. Um, they're all important. Um, so I don't really see this game as a, a big one, even though it is. Um, like in my mind, I like to think, take it easy and um, just not like overwhelm my brain with, oh my God, like this game is going to be crazy. Um, so yeah, it's a big game. It's a new opportunity for us to play on TV. Um, but yeah. And EK, this, you know, we, we talked about, I mean, there's, there's some big names, actually, in spelling terms, big names. I've kind of got Dagny Brinistota. I'm going to go with that, um, who's their top scorer. Um, of course, kicking off someone's house, isn't it? What's going on? Pesky, honestly. Pesky, doing a clue, she's not happy, is she? With that assist, assist line, I've got her in trouble, haven't I? Um, yeah, um, she's the top scorer with with four, and there's, there's, there's Champions League experience here, there's international experience here, but whilst... This is a team to respect. It's not a team to be afraid of, is it? No, like but what Lucy said, like it's a great experience for us. Um, and like you said, we've got players in there that have had, you know, Champions League experience. So I think it's a good test um, to see how far off we are from it. And I think, um, like you said, we can't go in it thinking, you know, we're going to get battered, but we do have to be respectful of them because obviously they are in the top league. Um, so yeah, hopefully. Hopefully we'll get the win. Yeah, and um, who who was part of the Man City game a few years back? Um, put hands up. I think certainly Maddie, Ek, Anna. How 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 was how's your kind of kind of your emotions going into that one? As I've kind of mentioned it before, but the emotions Anna compared to that one is does this feel bigger because it's one where you, as we said, there's nothing really to fear and home advantage. Is is, is that making a big difference to the way that you're feeling about it? Uh, yeah, I think City, you know, it was different because it was the first time we 
got to the fifth round and obviously they're a massive club, even bigger than West Ham and we were a lot younger back then. So definitely a lot more nervous before that. Um, this year, two years on, got a bit more experience, sort of know what to expect from clubs that play at that sort of level. Um, so I think less nerves, but obviously we almost know what's awaiting us. Um, but yeah, still still a little bit nervous, I think. Yeah, it's only natural. And Maddie, presumably you're feeling similar to that? No, yeah, definitely. I think we're all nervous, but at the same time, excited as well just to face them and see what they're about. And presumably this is the kind of week where having a coach like Joe comes into its own and obviously the, the wider coaching team, presumably it's about keeping everything fairly normal and, and obviously he'll have his, his stats dossier, won't he, for you? So plenty of things there to be thinking about. No, yeah, I think just I'm just going to keep this week the same as every week for the last, what, three seasons because I don't want to, like Luff said, overwhelm my brains and yeah, a bit nervous or too nervous and then maybe crumble a little bit on Sunday. But I think, yeah, just keep it the same and we'll be fine. Yeah. And I guess worth mentioning, um, Lucy, that we, we've talked about the, the league table makes much better reading um, and than it maybe did before the Cardiff game and obviously a big win against Cardiff. The confidence in the team must be really high at the moment. Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, we knew we needed to step it up in preparation for this week coming. Um, and I think Sunday was a great opportunity for us to do it. And I think we did. Um, you know, we played some really good football and we scored three goals and we've got, you know, the league table, it's looking more promising for us. And I don't think we'd ever kind of lost hope. I think throughout the whole season, we've been saying that other teams will slip up and we've just got to keep focusing on ourselves and doing what we can do. Um, but yeah, it certainly puts us in a great position going into this Sunday. Yeah, because it it's worth mentioning, um, Anna, that you know, the season doesn't end with West Ham. It'd be great to get into a semi-final. I mean, that'd be amazing. But, you know, we need people to be excited about West Ham, but to keep coming back as well, don't they? Because it's all five out of six games, I think, at home in the league. Yeah. Oxford, Southampton. So big season still to play out for you guys. Yeah, we've almost got like five or six finals to play um, in those games. You know, we want to win every game um, and really push for that promotion. So, yeah, it's not over after West Ham. Um, whilst we'd like the West Ham game to continue us on to the next round, uh, the focus will be very much to the league because um, promotion is what we really want, ultimately want. And, and EK, talk to us about the confidence that the team got after the Southampton game because... As I said at the start, it didn't feel like kind of penalties did them a favour, I think. And that last minute goal really skewed the tie. It felt like one where we really dominated and imposed ourselves on them. And that must give you massive confidence, even more confidence for the rest of the league campaign as well. Yeah, definitely. I think what helped as well was like everyone was involved. So, you know, it weren't just the starting eleven. you know, it's the players coming on. It's the players um, taking the penalties. So it was, you know, a real group effort. So I think everyone managed to get a bit of confidence out of that. Um, and you can see in the last couple of games, you know, we've played really well, obviously won. So, yeah, like you said, confidence is growing and it's really high at the moment and it's come at an important time for us. Yeah, it really has. And, you know, typically you see teams get into a big cup tie and everyone stops playing because they don't want to get injured for it. And, it's been nothing like that. It's full. It's three wins on the bounce, isn't it? So, yeah, form couldn't be better. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, like Anna said, the the league's really important to us. 
So we couldn't have time to switch off from that. Um, so straight after the Southampton game, we were like, right, let's switch to the league now. Um, and like I said, you know, we've won a couple of games since then. So um, that's what exactly what we've done. And now obviously our focus switches back to the FA Cup, um, which is just as important for us. Um, hopefully we can make some more history. Yeah, exactly right. Um, and Laffy, just talk to us about the, the difference the crowd make um, against Southampton. Um from my perspective, if I'm being a bit blunt, I I was expecting more noise from um, from the town fans. And then as the game went on, it got louder and louder. And we mentioned the penalties that made the difference. Talk about that kind of 12th man effect and how important that is. Yeah, I think sometimes when you're playing a game and you're so focused on what's happening in the game, it's hard to hear the fans sometimes. Um, but especially as it got to extra time and the penalties, like we said, you could really hear the fans um and how off-putting they were to Southampton um, during the penalties, I think did make a massive difference. And having that support um, and after the game, when we won it, um, we could see the support from all the fans and just everyone clapping us at the end. So is it, Maddie? same for you? Is it kind of head down, focus on the matter at hand and then go crazy afterwards, hopefully? Yeah, I think we just have to, obviously anything can happen in a game like like proven like in Southampton where we scored in the last, what, 10 minutes, and then we thought, oh, that was it, but then they scored. So you have to focus on the game, and then when you get the result, you can celebrate as much as you want after that. And Anna, I need to just very... I'm kind of doing this in a really bad order, so apologies, everyone. Just talk to us about the goal in that game as well, because it was a real kind of instinctive effort. The ball kind of was bouncing all the place. Bonnie does really well to keep it alive, but you you must have been hoping that was kind of the... What a goal to win a cup tie. It's such a shame that old... Um, Render was it? Went up mm-hmm. the other end and yeah. got myself viral videos. Um, talk to us about that goal and how that felt going in. Uh, yeah, like you said, a little bit annoying, but it wasn't a winner. Um, but yeah, I don't think I was expecting Bonnie to be so brave and head it back down to me. Um, I didn't really have time to think, and then I just hit and I went in. But I'm just glad that I scored it. But obviously, you know that the way the game ended with penalties, I think it's. It's not so bad in terms of the girls have got experience from that now. Um, so, you know, if that happens against West Ham, we've got full confidence um, in those players to take those penalties again and score them. Same for Sarah as well. She almost became the hero of the game um, and well-deserved because she's a very good player for us. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. And, Lucy, I've kind of alluded to it and I've just remembered that probably some people might not be aware. You, uh, you started the game on the bench and actually... Um, we still kind of had your kind of wrist injury and were being kind of protected a little bit with that. But you knew you were potentially coming on for pens and and were prepared for it. Can you just talk us through the kind of the mindset of, of how that worked and um, how that felt for you doing that? Yeah, so I knew all throughout the week that I wouldn't be able to play because of my wrist. It wasn't quite healed enough to be able to play contact. So Joe had said to me that he was going to include me in the squad because we could have nine subs. Um and then if it did go to penalties, he'd bring me on because I take penalties quite often um, and I'm quite confident taking them. Um, so, yeah, all week it was just kind of preparing, not changing my mind as to which way I was going to go. And then it got to the game and I was, you know, I joined in the warm up. I was not overthinking too much, just enjoying the game. And then Anna scored and I didn't think I was going to be needed. And in the last minute, their keeper obviously scored the header. And then straight away, Joe turned around to myself and Izzy and was just like, right, get ready, you're going on because he needed to make the substitutions quickly. Otherwise, we wouldn't have been on the pitch because it was the last kick of the game nearly. Yes. Um, so, yeah, subbed, subbed myself and Izzy on. And then 
you know, it's just focusing, not overthinking, making sure that I just got the job done. And, and Izzy's situation was a bit different as well. Yeah, so she didn't know she was going to be taking one. Oh. She only got told 10 minutes before the end when Joe had kind of said to her, right, Izzy, you need to get warm because you might need to come on to take a penalty. But I think that, that's just a credit to Joe and how he knows how to treat each player differently and to the psych work that Jack does as well to help the team. And yeah, I think for Izzy, it was perhaps the best thing for her not to know until just before. So I think, yeah, credit to the coaches for knowing how to treat each player differently. Yeah, good stuff. And all of the penalties were excellent as well. I mean, can you, um, as, as a penalty taker on the day, can you, uh, I guess, put yourself in the shoes of the Southampton players when we're all smacking the advertising hoardings and going, that must have made a real impact. Again, trying to talk about this this 12th man advantage that the crowd can make on Saturday. That Those kind of big moments, having the crowd make an impact like that can really, really help, can it? Yeah, I think it must have been awful for the Southampton players, to be honest, because I know myself taking the penalty with almost silence, I was really nervous. So with them to have kind of, I don't know, a thousand people banging the advertising boards, putting them off, it must have been awful. So, yeah, I don't envy them. And there you go, everyone. That's what we need to be doing on Sunday for West Ham. EK, just um, we know what you, you've got your kind of post-match reaction you'll be hoping to do that on Sunday won't you I mean that's that's the kind of stuff that dreams are made of isn't it yeah I think you know the one that I did um, against Southampton probably the best one I've done so far so obviously if we then beat West Ham that would definitely be you know the best one so um, yeah I do actually think about it sometimes you know like just fist pumping at the end to all our fans because you know you, you would know like our fans have been really good to us Um travel miles to come and watch us so I think almost that's the least I can do for them um for the work that they do for us like you said it's like the top man for us so it's almost like we want to interact with them to make sure they obviously feel a part of it um and hopefully bit by me obviously fist bumping hopefully you know that involves them as well so yeah yeah that's, that's and it's great to hear and obviously you know Folk like me, I, I get to the home games, but there's there's a hardcore who go to places like Keensham and mm-hmm. Cardiff and Anna. They're they're kind of that must really give the team again more confidence that you've got that backing home and away now. Yeah, it's great. You know, like we're at Cardiff and we're bringing people all that way, especially when they've watched the men's game on the Saturday, and then they've also travelled up to our game. Um, it's a really good commitment from them. Um, but yeah, they're a great. They're a great addition to us. Um, like you said, they're the 12th man. Um, we really appreciate their support throughout the years. Um, and hopefully they stick with us on our journey um, all the way to the top, hopefully. Oh, fingers crossed. That'd be epic. Um, Maddie, as well, The um, we need to, uh, as much as it's really exciting and really great to talk about West Ham and to talk about sellouts and talk about red buttons, um, BBC red buttons, that is, um, I, I guess you all hope that the kind of crowd numbers sustain themselves for the league as well. It'll be, it'll be really great to have you know four-figure crowds would be amazing but you know and hopefully for the end of the season you know th- there'll be big excitement for that but you know next time out against Plymouth is it I think yeah. you, you hopefully want we, we want to see more people at the goals though don't we no yeah it'll be nice for um the crowds the numbers of the crowds to just keep getting higher or even like staying the same you know Sunday will be nice for us and nice for the crowds to see what we can do against a big a big um, team like West Ham so hopefully that will you know inspire them to keep coming on a Sunday and supporting us and getting behind us and it's a great day out and it's quality football as well I mean 
what more can you ask? Um, what what I will end with um, is firstly, um, thank you for for joining us, all all five of you. Really appreciate um, your time and your insight. Um, obviously, we are really excited. Um, the fan base um, for Sunday um, sellout. Um, BBC Red Button TV, all that fun stuff. But ab above all, we're just super proud of um, what you've done so far this season, both in the league, the FA Cup. We're super excited for what happens either way on Sunday, but even more excited, I think, for um, what the rest of the season has in store for you as well. And I'm sure that'll be great things. So on behalf of Blue Monday, on behalf of everyone watching and listening, all the very best and good luck. Thank you. Thank you. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing. But rest assured, you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurant. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.